On this episode of Da Boys, we're joined by me, Andrew K, the Sports Kang. Tonight, Kang, 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 Kang. There's a lot of Asians. Kang. That's that's okay. That's good. Tonight we talk about our favorite quilting stitch patterns. We find out who's a free spirit and likes the free loop pattern, and who quilts just like they life. Okay, that's right. On the straight and narrow. Also, Joanne Fabrics isn't the only place to find the best pricing on batting bitches. <laughs> this and so much more <laughs> today on the Basement Boys. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, welcome to Basement Boys. Uh, special guest here today is Andrew K. Hey, Kang of Sports. The, uh, the Kang of Sports. Joining me for what will be his last in-studio episode of oh. the podcast for I don't know an indefinite amount of time. At least You're two moving. years. At You're least moving. two years. Yeah. Well, and um. One thing that and and Derek's not here this evening. He had to uh, step away for the for this show. Boo. But uh, one thing we talked about is um, working this show, and we'll talk. Derek and I will talk more about it on another on a future episode, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> we're we've we've talked about off air recently, so I know it's okay to talk about it on air now. Yeah. Um, Putting a pin in basement boys, and the plan right now is we're looking at ending at maybe one, episode one hundred. Oh, okay. At which point, which is over a year away. Yeah. But at which point we are going to probably transition a show that would be similar, but in a in a following more of a format, maybe a bit cleaner in terms of. And it's not that we're vulgar on this show. No, by no means. But I don't know. We're we're definitely we're going to be over the next over the course of the next year or so. We're going to be working towards building a format. Okay. That we're going to kind of lock in on when we start uh, the time spent poorly podcast. Oh, okay. Back up. That's our plan. So it's coming back. Yeah. Could be. That's that's the plan. The plan is to finally retire Basement Boys, yeah, and kind of live up to the new, the brand of Time Spent Poorly. That makes sense, though. And I mean, that's that's kind of cool because I mean, you guys have the the domain of timespentpoorly.fun, which right. Uh, let me say thank you to timespentpoorly.fun for allowing me to have my new podcast venture um, shared. Yeah. On the site. We had to move a lot of a lot of things around to make it had, happen. I know you had to fire some people, yeah. you know, had to have your people fill out some paperwork. It was a lot of A work. lot of forms, a lot of things had to take place. Actually, no, the last episode <laughs> you were on, uh, we bandied this whole thing about a little bit and talked a little bit about it. And then within the next <coughs> four days, you had an episode. Yeah, up. which I think, I go back and think about that now and I'm like, that was fast like i with your help of course kind of got that off the ground and running it was like way a, faster than i thought i was going to yeah it was impressive so check out the show on the website timespitpoorly.fun along with our other shows of now now there's what five yeah we have five shows there's this one there's basement boys two there is sports show or sports program sorry with Derek and Zach. There is uh, Stranger Show, which is on hiatus until Stranger Things comes back. Which is soon, right? I think, No, nah, I think they're not coming back till summertime. Oh, that's fair. Because the, 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 the setting for this season is supposed to be during the summer. Gotcha. Okay. So, and then you've got, so you got Stranger and Show. And then there's Hangin' 10, which is coming, is kind of amping up for fresh episodes again. Okay. We did one last week. We didn't make it this week, but we're going to, we're getting there. Okay. Um, we've got a plan in, mo- in place to record more so, whereas before it was just kind of like, um, if we had time. But now we mm-hmm. kind of are um, intentionally trying to fit it in. Yes. So we have, <clears throat> and I'm sorry, my voice is kind of on its way out right now. Uh, but so we have that, 
And then now your show. Which has changed King names. Sports. Yeah. That's also one of the fastest podcast name changes well, we've and, ever had. And it's like but a, I'm happy that you changed it because yes. I honestly I'll tell you the truth. I wanted you to be King Sports when Derek mentioned it on the yeah, show. Yeah, and 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 I and took I, me and a I, week or so I to think felt, about it. I felt you had some apprehension because you're like, well, the, and I and maybe it wasn't the thought that you had, but I was right. I was like, it's his show. He's gonna want to come up with his own name for it. And I just and I couldn't... think you did, but it was, and in no offense at all, it was a pretty generic name. Yeah, sports I... the sports show with Andrew K. And, and I know what you were going for with the generic aspect mm-hmm. of it but if you're searching for the show there's a million sport like i looked it up when i searched yeah. the sports show i and even a billion even, sports even king sports is going to be hard to find i'm right. not but i mean any sports show you're going to have a tough time pinning down right um but you're I, just going to have to find your audience and it's going to be like you said over a period of time and i think you know the one thing that your show has going for it that Basement Boys has never had is you're playing to an audience. And Basement Boys plays to an audience, but it's it's a very obscure audience. We know you're out there. We know. <laughs> I see the downloads. But it's a very small audience, and it was one that took time to build when we did it before, and mm-hmm. it's taking time to build now. Right. Um, and it's because we don't – we're just – I've never, we've never been able to brand Basement Boys as, and this is part of the reason we've talked about like retiring the show. Right. We don't want to change the format of the, <clears throat> the show necessarily because it'd be a, a large departure from what we've done for so long with this show. But I think Derek and I are both kind of craving for something new format, like some structure, right? A little bit of structure. Um. Which is good, and we're and we've been playing with it. We've been batting it around. It's been there, mm-hmm. but it's just not been. We haven't like centered in on it. And we and every episode, like we've done the thing where you're quizzing with the movie titles. We've done. We talked about the which when I move, uh, feel prop free one. to keep that going. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I think I, and I think if we can have you call in, sometimes you could uh, quiz us over the phone or quiz. I'm, over the I'm phone. into that. But yeah, no, like like you were saying, going back to the name change on mine, I think like you you were right. I had a little apprehension and I was like, generic name, it's brand and I think part of it was because of the you know, how fast everything took off. And I'm like, I just wanna have a name, I just want it to be out there, I just want it to go. And then and then as you and I talked <coughs> earlier this week, you know, after I did episode two, I was like King Sports, I like, and plus the graphics you made for it, and you sent to me, kind of where like I I sat on them for a little while, and I went back and looked at them, I'm like I like that. Yeah, okay, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna tell Ward to pull the trigger. I ended up using my favorite of the the red the one, the four. The red yeah. one was I liked that the best. So good choice. They were, I liked them all, but I felt like I don't know. The red really pops. Well, and originally on the first couple. King and sports kind of overlapped, and right. then when I got to playing with the red one, I kind of drug up the words so they kind of just bumped into each other. And it and and it looks cleaner, I think that yeah, way. I like the crown part too. That's uh, yeah. That was kind of the idea. Like if I had gone that route and made one, my original idea was to have the word king and then somehow make a crown kind of hang over the name King, and then like being sit sit on a table so i'm gonna play with that eventually and maybe i'll send it to you be like ward change this not that i don't like yours just change this yeah no but, i mean but yes no i'm i've been very appreciative <clears throat> of everything that you have done and allowing me to have it on the network well it's been it's absolutely and sports program our I'm com- pleasure i'm coming for your so. i'm coming for your listeners i'm just kidding i love you guys yeah we need to share listeners we can do that. Listen and, to the sports and, and program. And that's part of the thing with yeah. King Sports is I want to be able to throw stuff at Derek and Zach and make them go, oh, that's a good point, and then have them rebuttal me. Or them, they throw something at me, and I go, I give my, you know, I give my hot take on it or my two cents. Or I tell Derek and Zach they're wrong, even though they might not be wrong. I'm probably wrong, but whatever. Yeah. What we need to do probably is um, just to, when you do those shows and when you... Um, and this is probably an off-air conversation, but when you record those the um, the callouts, I would isolate that section of the show mm-hmm. 
not that he wouldn't they wouldn't listen to your whole entire episode but it gives them but something it gives it gives them something to kind of they can center in on what you're Actually, calling them out on right so that they can go and say and have their own and have their response spot. and they could even play your clip the isolated clip right. or whatever on their show if it was something that was short enough and be like see this is this is beautiful i love this this is great that we can talk about this yeah it's so cool. And and like so I did that first episode with an onboard mic on my Mac. It was okay. And I went out and bought a twenty dollar microphone and it sounds like way, way better. Yeah. It's amazing what you can do with But I've still got little money now. I've still got my eye on that mic you sent me. Oh it's pretty. It is. Oh it's pretty. But uh yeah, no. I'm excited to keep doing it and and seeing what I can come up with. Yeah, so keep working and it, it is exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the sh- you mature as a podcast host, like a yeah. a bona fide run your own show guy. I'm gonna put that on a, a resume if I ever quit Costco. Runs <clears throat> his own podcast and say bona fide. Put bona fide. That'll just, get me just, hired right there. Do an ellipsis. <laughs> runs own. I run my own podcast. Dot dot dot. Bonafide. Bonafide. All caps. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, let's hire this guy. He's good. And then also print your resume on six pages. Like one line per yeah. thing. I don't remember. I don't know if you're too young f- for this, but when we were taught uh, to do resumes in high school, uh-huh. they wanted us to keep our resume to one page. We're the same way. Okay. It's like like the way they have it now is they want you to do your resume and then right behind that is, or on top of it it's your cover letter. Right. And that's and yeah. the cover letter is one page cuz I remember we had a kid that did a cover letter and it was two pages and he got a like a D on it. And the teacher went, "Oh, well you got to you got to have it on one page." So he had to like cut all this stuff out to make it one page and it was yeah. like somewhat better. I don't know. Yeah, it makes I, sense though. No, it does, and I remember because we would we would uh, get a nice clean. Because uh, what employer is going to read two pages about how you're awesome? When I was unemployed, uh, gosh, seven years ago, I went in and uh, looked at. I got on. I had to go down to uh, job services in Idaho. Oh yeah, and they helped me like fix my resume because it, it was like a. At the time, my resume was like the same resume that I built in high school. Oh, cr- through the through through the high school class right. that I'd just kind of been <clears throat> tweaking over time. Yeah, and and adding to it. So I've changed it a little bit. So now, like a lot of my skills are bulleted on there, mm-hmm. which makes it kind of a neater, like a cleaner, more updated look. But it's probably dated now because that was seven years ago too. Right. So. Well, it's like even mine that I did in college. Like I took a class on. Like resumes and like biz- it was like a bit because I was in the uh, BTS program at LC, so they made us take a lot of like business, technical, professional style classes. Uh-huh. Um, and the one I still have on my computer, like I go back and look at, it, I'm like, oh, I should probably update that. Like this font doesn't look good, or I don't need to leave that. At this piece of information doesn't need to really be in there anymore. And right, so like you said, it, it starts to look dated <laughs> at a certain point. So it's just like, well, I'll go in and change it and. I don't know. It's 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 kind of fun to go in though and mess with stuff, make it look new, make it look clean. Yeah. It's kind of hard though for me because it's like I don't think about that because it's like I've I've pretty good job. I don't foresee myself going anywhere. It's like why do I need one? Yeah, I haven't had to do anything with my resume for. Well, I, I've applied internally at work, and so I've kind of, but I've stayed stuck with the same format. Right. All right, this has been Resume Talk. Resume Talk with Andrew and Warren. It's uh, a business podcast. Um, <clears throat> do you want to up, update your stock portfolio? Stay with us three more minutes and we'll tell you how. No, I'm just kidding. After the quilting talk. After the quilting. Um, <laughs> we got to get to those quilting patterns. Oh. Um, I like a... Uh, um, I'm more of a cross-stitch. Hexagonal pattern of some kind i like the pentagon ones though man no because it's a pen i don't even know if that's a real stitch i do a pentagon and then like just off 
to one side of the pentagon, I do like a plane shape. Mm. That one. Yeah. That's that's an interesting stitch. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to learn that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I and what I'll try to do is um make it also like the plane has flames. Flame oh, plane. Oh, I've never seen that one. That's cool. Anyway, you have to show me after the show. You're right, right. I want to see that. Um, <clears throat> too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, done. there's a new Clint Eastwood movie. Oh, oh, is this the one? Um, the it's called Mule. Yes. Oh, I've seen. Okay, like I like uh, what's uh, the one about where he sits on his porch. Torino. Torino, Grand that Torino. That one wasn't bad. This one looks interesting, but it looks very like Clint Eastwood at any time is going to be like, get the hell off my lawn. I feel like that should be on in all of his movies, where he just tells somebody to get the hell off his lawn. Yeah. Um, this movie looks interesting, too. Yeah, this uh, El Royale one. Does bad times with El Royale. So have you seen this Mule trailer? Yes, I actually started watching, like I was in the break room at work. And it popped up, and I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I usually skip movie ads because I think they're dumb." Yeah. And I looked at it. I was like, "Okay, this looks interesting, so I'm gonna start watching it." And then three minutes in, I was like, "This seems interesting." So I watched the full three minute trailer, but this one's two minutes and thirty nine. I'm thinking this is the same one. Probably. Let's see here. Um, and I... I like how. Just any outfit nowadays can throw their little logo screen right over the front of a beginning of any movie trailer. Yeah. I, and post it to their Like, this is our trailer, even though page. Warner Brothers made the movie. Warner Brothers made this movie. We're trailer kings, or whatever the hell yeah. they are. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So this first, this first scene, this looks like it has to be the heaviest door in the world, because Clint Eastwood's like, God damn it, I just want to open this third. Yeah, well, and also, wasn't, if I remember right, Gran Torino was supposed to be billed as his last movie. I think it, that's what my assumption was. And, and then, then when I saw him in this, I was like, what the what But the then hell? didn't he come back with uh, that pitching one, the baseball, or the, he, I don't know, the trouble with the curve? I think Trouble with the Curve, Trouble with the Curve, uh, came out after Gran Torino. Yeah, and I I thought Torino was supposed to be his last one. That was what I thought it was being sold as. Um, I'm going to pull up his Wikipedia while we... His his Wikipedia. Why don't you just pull up his IMDb? That's his entire movie career. Wikipedia. Well, because IMDb makes it hard sometimes. That's true. Um, Edmund Thomas Clint. Well, I need I need more than just the Clint Wikipedia. He was I guess an Indian prodigy known for having drawn over twenty five thousand paintings. Oh, wrong person. Yes, um, Clinton Eastwood Jr. So, and he's also done the like he's directed a lot of movies. I think he directed this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he directed and was in this movie. I believe that was the case with Gran Torino as well. Yeah. I think he just aches to keep working. He's like 88 or something like that. Well, it something said he was born in 1930, so he's got to be... He's 88. Yeah. That's the other thing I'm good at, right? 88. Yeah, 88. <laughs> no, I do uh, a lot of deep dives into actors sometimes and wonder how old they are. Let's see, does but, he talk to a chair in this one? Um. What movie did he talk to a chair? Didn't he talk to a chair at some political thing? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I How think so. How long ago? I, I still yeah. was... I'm still I think worried. Bill Hader did a thing on that. I'm still worried about Clint. Oh, God, this is so heavy. His his head veins are going to, like, <laughs> blast through his face at this point. Need help, sir? Oh, uh, officer, hi. You need help? Uh, no, no, and I'm fine, thank you. What do you got there? Cocaine. Pecans. Oh, pecans. I delivered Word. pecans to my niece. No, cocaine. Yeah, pecans. Yeah, and, and cocaine. Pecan pie. And she makes the best blood. I feel blood. sorry for her husband, but... And I feel sorry for pecans, too. <laughs> Yo, know, that dog is pissed. He knows something's up. He's like, Yo, boss, come here. <laughs> Family's the most important thing. Family's the most important thing, Ward. 
with that music, it almost feels like I'm waiting for a transformer to come. <laughs> like or Optimus Sh- Prime is about ready to roll well, on scene and be like, "Give me some of that coke." Or, uh, or the best part would have been too is like you know he's it's driving through the desert, and in the background you see Walter White kind of roll right. by. That'd be funny too. But the music score is very. Don't do what I did. I put work in front of family. Oh, that's deep right there. I thought it was more important to be somebody out there than the damn failure I was in my own home. I forgot Bradley Cooper was a terrible father. Terrible husband. Blew my chance. I didn't deserve forgiveness. This is- I feel like this is just his Grand Torino character who survived somehow and, and is repentant, but he's also become a drug meal. Yeah. In the interim. Yeah. Yeah. It's the last one. The last one. That's it's the last one, so but it's help not. Me God. Yeah. This is the last one. This He's, should be his last film. He needs to. Clint Eastwood. Oh God. That's like his Jimmy Carter face. Oh God. My my peanuts. My peanut far. Oh, sorry, Jimmy. Carter. <coughs> for what it's worth, I'm sorry for everything. So, the in that boy. shot right there where he turns, and this is right at the end of the trailer where he turns to the camera, I can't tell if his face is like he got beat up. Or if it's just like his Clint Eastwood face with all those bulging veins. Then the, one of the veins bu- burst and now he's got or blood. No, it's just, well, I mean, his face looks like, um, I don't know. I'm not trying to pick on the man. He's 88 years old. But as yeah. you get older, like you're, and he was always had kind of a, a thin figure anyway. So like everything's starting to crawl to the front. <coughs> yeah. Them veins. Them veins. Um. So yeah, the mule. I'll watch it. I'm I'm interested in seeing it. Nobody runs forever. It's got Bradley Cooper, 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 uh, Diane Weist, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, that Pena guy. Uh, Daniel Pen- Pena? Is it Daniel Pena? No. Daniel or uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Okay. Pena. Yeah. And Andy Garcia. And Andy Garcia. Cool. Yeah, I'd I'd watch it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm interested to see what I've I've what been happens. intrigued by it. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else here. Let's see. He, oh yeah. Oh, we want to check out the films. 2010s. Is that what this is? That's probably what he's. Oh, that's just talks about. What oh, doing. Wikipedia. What is up to in the 2010s. Not eating pudding in a nursing home. That's for sure. Not doing dirty Harry. Um, where's filmography? Further reading. Oh, right there, 210. He has done 50 films? Holy cow. 50? No. Has contributed to over 50 films. As act. He's a composer? Actor, director, producer, and composer. I bet he composed the uh, score for uh, The Mule. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's probably all he can do. <laughs> I mean, he says it as I, he's doing. It. I bet he they was sitting to, there. Here's, they have to do it in a different room. This is what I. <laughs> when Clint Eastwood, when Clint Eastwood sits down and like his normal life, like on on screen, he's <laughs> on screen. He's like, hey, I'm Clint Eastwood, and but then like at home. In his home life, he's like, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, this is uh, what I I thought of something on the piano. I was gonna play this on the piano." And he goes, and 
He does it. He says it as he plays it. So he's like, and he's banging on the keys and kind of just. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not. That's my new score. That's it, guys. Uh, don't call John Williams. I don't need him. Yeah. Um, and then someone's like, "Hey, Clint, uh, uh, action!" Uh, but nobody runs forever. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last one. I put work before family. <laughs> it's kind of like our last talk. You know, you got to know the five boroughs. All five of them. <laughs> All five of them. All five boroughs. All five boroughs. Oh God. <clears throat> So let's check out the filmography if we can see what's going on here. Um, so he's in he's been acting since 1955. I think it said on the thing there at the top he's How contributed many to 50 movies, but he starred in 42. He's contributed of them. to 50 as all four of those things: actor, director, producer, and composer. He started back in 55. So, Holy crap! So actor, he's been in more than 50 movies. Yes, because he's been a very oh, he active was on individual. The five the fifteen seventeen to Paris, not as an actor. I was, oh no, that's right, that's right. Right. What was the last? So, so the, if you look at the bottom, where it says the mule, the last movie he start was an actor in was American Sniper. Okay, that was because was that, what was he an American Sniper? That's a good question. Well, he did said, Gran Torino in right. two thousand eight, and that was supposed to be a swan song. He's supposed to be done. Right, and then he now came, it's ten years later. Then he did uh, what's Kurosawa's way? I don't even know what that is. No, oh, he played understand. himself, so it was some sort of yeah. And then he thing. did the trouble with the curve, like you thought that was the last one. But then he's like, "Nah, I got one more." And he's he, the oh, he's a churchgoer. Churchgoer. So he's just some background guy. And uh, and then this mule is the one where he's one. like in it. The the, mo- the mule he plays the lead role. Yeah, it's uncredited cameo. So, see, so, so Trouble with the Curve was his last lead role before... In 2012, right? Right. Yeah. Before The Mule. Okay. Now, why is the character... Why can I click a link for the character of Walt Kowalski, but I can't... Cl- it, he's not an actual person, right? Right. No, I don't know. No. Okay. It's the main character in the film Gran Torino, portrayed... So there's a whole Wikipedia page for a fictional character portrayed by Clint Eastwood. But if you want to see the professional wrestler, wrestler you need to see Killer Kowalski. That's at the top. Oh. Oh, they talk about, they have eight different categories for him. They have the character biography and creation. The development, development racism, the racism and, and intolerance. intolerance. I bet that's a good section. Morality. Oh, that's similarities and differences with other Clint Eastwood characters. Reception. References and notes. Who cares about seven and eight? No one okay, cares yeah. ever about one those. Through, one through six is all I want to take a deep dive into. Oh, he's Polish-American, um, according to that Let's take top. a look at the racism <clears throat> and intolerance. He, he holds a prejudice towards Asians. What, okay, okay. Go back. Walt holds many prejudices towards Asians because of his experience in the Korean War, and more recently because of the success of Japanese automakers which is somewhat responsible for the struggle of Ford and other uh, marquees leading to the decimation of the auto industry in Michigan and his dislike of rice burners in contrast to traditional American muscle cars. Okay. Um, Todd McCarthy of Variety said that Walt's racist mutterings, which employ every imaginable epithet for Asians, any are blunt and nasty, but Eastwood grunts them out in an over-the-top way that provokes laughs, and his targets are no less sparing of him. Um, Walt originally perceives his... Uh, Hamong. Hamong neighbors. I didn't... Thank you. That's how that's pronounced, I isn't believe it? it's Hamong. Yeah. Hamong. Yeah. Hamong neighbors as being uh, generic Asians rather than the Hamong that... The characters, are, the Hmong that they are, Mike Jenkins of National Public Radio says he hates everything new or foreign so much that he grows, he, he growls at the modern world like a junkyard dog. Charity says that the character's racist Archie Bunker mentality thaws when Sue introduces him to Hmong food. 
You know, what better way to kill racism than a good dinner, good right? dinner, yeah. Uh, John Serba, the Grand Rapids Press, says uh, that the intolerance demonstrated by Walt goes deeper than skin color since he is also against stupidity. Traits that transcend superficialities. Serba adds that his... Uh, that his definition of unintelligent is broader than the average person's, thus his conversations tend to become confrontations quickly and perhaps surprisingly to our amusement. See, and that was a thing in the movie. It's like confrontations just became this thing where it's like he was going to just... He just lost his shit a ton in that movie. Mm-hmm. And it was like... Like the point, like I was telling you before, or whatever, where he's like, get off my lawn. It's like... Yeah, I'll take another one if you okay. if you got it. I'm still working. I mean, I'm gonna tra- well, I'm gonna just gonna trade mine. Oh, okay, but oh. yeah, but like I was saying, you know, it's it's it just seems like everything in that movie is like the smallest. Like he gets so <laughs> offended about everything in it. Yeah, and he just turns into this grouchy old character who just sits on his porch all day. And blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, and Derek and I've talked about this too, and it's almost as though he plays like a caricature of a racist person. Which, like, which not I could action, see that. But I mean, you can. I mean, if you watch Gran Torino and you think about it and you see things in like the current times or in that time frame that that movie came out, it's not far fetched. I mean, there are people like that, right? No, and there there are, and um, it's really surprising now with the country is like divided and right and weird as it is with everything that's going on that that hasn't become like an anthem movie. Oh yeah, like a, a rally cry. Like let's watch Gran Torino. <laughs> maybe it, maybe it is. Good. Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe in like those, uh, like a place like Knox in Montana. That's what they sit up and they get up and do on the weekends. That's like the movie of Knox, Montana. Like we're all getting together to watch it. Yeah, come yeah. down to the community center. We're gonna, we're gonna watch. have a bonfire and back and roast some marshmallows and watch Gran Torino. I've never been. Pray to Jesus. Wear our America pants. No, 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 Confederate flag plants. Yeah, because, you know, Montana is in the Confederacy. Kind of like Idaho's in the Confederacy. Because I see a lot of uh, Confederate flags around here. We didn't exist. (laughs) That, well, Lewiston did. I mean, Idaho territory did exist in the Were we part of the Confederacy, though? No, but we were the Mason-Dixon line. We're just territory. Yeah, but, but if you look at it, if you do it by line, the Mason-Dixon line... Okay. Was the divider. We're above the Mason-Dixon yeah. line. So therefore, we technically would be considered part of the Union. That's my argument for anybody who's like, we're under Confederacy. I'm like, yeah, but you live in Idaho, and it's above the Mason-Dixon line. So, yeah, I, But we just have like super Southern values and mentality well, here. It's because we're small That's, town. I know. It's so disgusting. It's weird. It's weird. It's, weird. it's bizarre. But But, you know... Everybody has their own. There's there, well, that, no. Then don't get me wrong, because there's there's some uh, some charm to it. Yeah. And I um, I endorse some of those like old country kind of slowed down it's, it's, values, but yeah. but I draw I kind of draw the line at racism, right? And um, just You're, being being a, stupid. Don't be a shitty person. Yeah, and That's being like, shitty. Yeah, like. If you're going to be a racist and a shitty person, find something else to do. I don't, I don't want to dive deep on into my racism beliefs here on your show because it's not about that. I could go way deep on how I feel about racism, but I'm not going to. Well, how deep do you want to go? Go as deep as you want to go. I have seen racism at my work, and it's bad. Oh. Because we, we get folks that come in that are of um, Middle Eastern descent, mm-hmm. and they wear the headscarves and things, and... I have had people approach me and ask me how I feel about people that wear those headscarves or, you know, that they don't speak English. And I just go, you know what? They pay to be here just like you do. Yeah. And they're actually quite nice, you know, if you have a conversation with them. That's the one thing that bothers me is people would rather bash on people because, you know, they don't. They don't speak the same language, or they're not from. They don't here. share their values or views or right. their their particular viewpoint. That's why I have a, I can't get into debates with people. No, because and for me, I have a lot of views that land that can land on either side of um, a political argument exactly. on a like on a left or right. Yeah, and 
I, I don't have a lot of tolerance for you – know, I, I tolerate more than most people. I, I, not Saying I don't have a lot of tolerance is the wrong thing to say. What I really mean to say is you don't stuff like annoys me. And like when when I see hypocrisy come from both sides and people jumping to conclusions and being like, if you feel one way or some way about something because of this or because of that, you're a bad, then you're a bad person. Right. Or so, so that makes you racist. No, it doesn't make me racist. It just means I I'm believe- I'm pragmatic and I I can like critical think. I have some critical thinking skills and the ability to kind of like. You know, rash, discern and rationalize and kind and of hash things out in my head rather than just right. be like, oh, oh, this is bad. Right. This exactly. Is, it's like, it's, it's just, so. stop. just stop. But yes, I, 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 I draw, like I said, I, like you said, I draw the line at racism. Like, don't, don't be a shitty, just, just be cool to ever be excellent to one another. Right. Didn't Bill and Ted say that. Yeah. Be excellent to one another. I would just wear a shirt. I mean, I want to make that into a shirt and just wear it around. Right. Well, and so like, okay, so here's another example. I have I know people that will um will get on the opposite like on the side of like anti-racism, which is fine. Good. You should be against racism. It's it's a bad thing. Racism is bad. It is bad. We've decided it's been decided. That's a bad thing. I, this is how I feel. I hope I don't lose listeners, but I don't like racism, guys. I don't know if I've ever done anything to make you feel differently about that right. uh, stance, but that's where I stand. But I also don't like people um, that will come and say um, what you're doing is a microaggression. Oh, yeah. Or, or this is so racist. Or as a parent with a as a white parent who's adopted a black child right or something or some facsimile of that or you know because that doesn't make you any more knowledgeable knowledgeable about like you're not you don't get to say that all of a sudden you're black now because right you've adopted a black child you might certainly have some additional insights to offer Right on the subject, and 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 you have at that. That is fine. Right, because you're 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 allowed to. I mean, but you don't get to judge me for how I interact with people, right. and to say that I'm treating them with a microaggression. I don't think that that's accurate. No, it's and it's not fair. I mean, it's not. That's not. The I, right I'm thing sorry. To do. I'm white. Right. Well, you don't. Like, have, I mean. <laughs> I mean. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, I know, but I was going to say it, we're like, eh. we're we're going we're way off way out of bounds. But uh, <laughs> sorry, we we've touched the out of bounds area. But it, it doesn't matter. Um, but now you know. But now. that's I mean yeah. So my lines racism. So the uh, I probably lost half our listenership. I don't care. It was a great last episode for me. <laughs> I'm loving it. I, I'm glad we're touching on lots of different things, and it, yeah. and it all started because of Clint Eastwood, right? But but I but well, no, like we were saying, I mean it it's an excellent movie that shows. Like I think he did a good job of showing that this is an actual thing that it goes on all the time. I think his intention was not to be like, yes, I get to play this really racist character i think the intention was to bring attention to it that the fact that it happens and 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 like it says it talks about his character being upset because of the auto industry and right and and i'll say this i mean this happened that doesn't give you the excuse to be a a terrible person a terrible person but it's like but i mean in my family we had we my grandfather owned a an osmobile dealership long ago uh which there's one building still left because it caught fire and burned down so if you're ever downtown by um the old Wells, like you know where that new Freedom Northwest Credit Union is, kind of by the old Wells Fargo building, Bo, Bo Jackson Auto or whatever. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. so there's a white building that sits there. That was my uh, family's Oldsmobile dealership for a long time, um, and my grandfather was kind of this. I mean, he had the same thought process when it came to that because my grandfather fought in World War II. 
Right. And a man approached him, and this is a story I've been told, that a man approached him to sell Hondas. And he <clears> refused <throat> to sell Hondas because, because of his feelings towards the Japanese <clears throat> at the time. Right. And, and, and I, you know, heard this story when I was younger, and, I've asked, and I asked him about it before he passed away, and he told me that he, at the time, he just, he was thinking with his head and not with, he wasn't the nicest at the time, and he's changed his views. He had changed his views completely. Right, but well, I can, and, under, and I can people, understand that people do that, and people can do that. I mean, I can understand that he's he would be upset, you know, for many years right. about fighting the Japanese because they of what they did to us. But right. it's and and I get it. It's I mean, it's a natural emotion. But it's like the fact that years later he goes, okay, that was not the way I should have handled that. Right. And that he can change his mind. I mean, right. that's... Well, that's... and on the same same side of that coin, we gave as good as we got. So, mm-hmm. I mean... Yeah. yeah. It sucks. War sucks. War war does a lot of crappy things. But... Um, let's get on to happier things. Woo! <laughs> Woo! We went, like... We went crazy there. Well, I wouldn't say crazy, but... Uh, no. Uh I'm going to read one of these real fast. Is this a movie? So, uh, Ward's got this great book called The Abridged... It's like a coffee table book. I tossed it out on the table. Brief summaries of books you were supposed to read but probably didn't. So, we're on page 68 and 69. Uh, This book is The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. And it's a picture of of a young man in overalls and a coat with a corncob pipe. And it says, Kid takes a trip... On a raft. Hijinks ensue. Also slavery. <laughs> wow, okay. So we were just talking about <laughs> racism, and now there's slavery brought into it. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Othello. A lost hanky ruins everyone's relationship. All right. All right. <laughs> this is a good book. If you guys, <laughs> if you guys uh, that listen can find a, or get your hands on this book, you really should. There's some really good... Uh, descriptions in here excuse me it's a good read i, th- I like the peter pan one I'm trying to find that i think i think it's uh some kids in a crocodile harass a... uh pester pa- I, li- I like the use the use of the word pester it's not used enough anymore uh some kids in a crocodile pester an amputee oh my god moby dick man versus whale whale wins yeah i mean that's... some of them are sim- simple but they they're War and peace. Everyone is sad. It snows. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, and it's funny because a lot of those are very, that's what happens in the book. Yeah. It just I it mean, summarizes them very aptly. Aptly, yes. Yes. But, uh, let's give me some movies. Oh, yes. I was going to do that. So we're going. So we're, we're here again with another episode of Ward Guesses Movie Years. Featuring Ward and myself. Uh, we're going into the category of 90s movies. Movie years. 90s movies. Minus one I'm going to give you right now. Okay. This is this not is from the 90s. Not from the 90s. The Life of Brian. Oh, shoot. Um, I think it's Life of Brian, not The Life. 81? Uh, I didn't check. Oh. I, I, I saw a book at work that was talking about one of the guys from the Monty Python um, story. 79. Ooh, not, I was going to guess 79. Damn it. Not far off. Okay. <clears throat> all right. All right. I'm going through here and trying to see which ones I haven't given you yet. Since okay. We're... The Big Lebowski. Oh. <laughs> um, 99. 98. Oh, you're a year shit. off. I'm giving them to you because you're within like... A two-year period. And that is impressive to me. The fact that you can do that. Okay. Um, that's when we've done Groundhog Day. I should know this one. I, I, uh, 94? 93. 90, I almost said 93. Damn it. I thought okay. it would be too low. Shit. I almost went 96. A movie starring, I believe, Liam Neeson. What is it? About um, <coughs> the Holocaust. It's called Schindler's List. Oh, uh, 95. 93. 93 again. Yeah. Oh, That's why I did it. 
Okay. Nice uh, trick, Andrew. Saving Private Ryan. You tricked me. I did trick you. Um, saving Private Ryan. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know this one. Do you, though? Well, I think I know this one. Okay. 97? 98. Oh, you were like, you're close. That's the, that's the best part okay. about this. Goodwill Hunting. 98. 97. God damn it. You're going to get one of these. And I went to, you know how many times I went and saw Goodwill Hunting in the theater? How many? It's a disgusting amount of times. Do you remember? Like four times. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, but is it that good? Well, yeah. Is a, it? A though? janitor does math on a board. And be, and yeah. Abridged classics, Abridged. movie style. <laughs> Man, janitor finds whiteboard, solves problem. Yeah. I don't know how the I forgot how the movie ends. Gets job. Gets job. There you go. <laughs> well, you should make that a segment on on the show. Like you and like I should just. I send, like that idea. I, I am going you, to like. I should just send you movie titles. Abridged movie titles. Abridged or, movie title. Abridged movies. Like movie descriptions. Okay, so like here's one. I'll give you a movie. Braveheart. Um. And then I'll give you my abridged. Uh, man goes to war. Man screams. Uh, man dies. <laughs> that was my abridged. <laughs> gets penis cut off. Dies. Didn't they, he? Didn't they like? I thought they just killed him in general. I thought they castrated him first. Though. Probably that would be something they would do. But what year is it? Did it happen? Oh. Ninety-four. Ninety-five. You're gonna get one of these. Gosh, I feel like I'm lo- I'm losing now. The Thin Red Line. Oh, that's not going to be an easy one because I don't think no. I watched that movie. 96, maybe. 98. You were close. Okay. Um, let's see. I am trying to... How about... Have you seen the movie Point Break? 90? 91. You like are like dead on with... like So close with some of these. Um, okay, let me, let me flip this around real okay. fast here. I'm going to get... Take a short break here and let me Google. 80, there we go. We're going to go to the 80s too now. Okay. Excuse me. Um, gremlins. Oh, oh! I saw the glimmer in your... <laughs> 84. Winner. Winner chicken dinner right there. My parents took me to the theater to see Gremlins. See that one? And you know how old I was in 1984? So, if you're 39, you were born in 79. Yeah. You were probably... Oh, I gotta think. What'd you say, 84? Yeah. I was five. You went and saw Gremlins? I was five. Did that movie terrify you at five? Yes. (laughs) The... That... The song... um, Let me see if I can... Oh, God. We'll just... I'll just pull it up. Don't read what I write here. Um, oh god oh god uploaded by shady biz productions okay let's see here if we i bet it is a shady business this was haunting to me to hear what or like said the night Wind to the little land. Because they would like turn on, like they turned on the record player. These little, these little gremlins that just, just were coming to life. And then it like she'd go turn it off. And then she'd go turn the record player on, and it was kind of like dark because it's Christmassy, and she had the Christmas lights on. Right. And then she'd get back to work, and then like loud. I'm out. Said the night wind to the little land. That's terrifying. Do like, you see what As a five-year-old, that would freak me out. Yeah. Because I saw this when I was like 12. And it's... Yeah, well, like, look at that, like the, some of these scenes when you're getting to see those as a kid. These people have like terrified looks on their face. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure Jonathan Banks is in that movie. You know who I'm talking about, right? I think so. 
uh, Mike Ehrmantraut from Breaking Bad. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. I think he's in it, if I remember right. Let me tap on it and we'll see. Here, here. Yeah, he's in it. He's Deputy He's right there. He's right there. Yeah, he's Deputy Brent. Yeah. Young. He's very young. Just a kid there. Yes. Um, Give me your abridged of Gremlins. Uh, I don't know. Fur Person ball. gets creature, creature doesn't follow rules, creatures attack. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I saw one on here on this list I was going to read to you. Okay. Or it's for you to guess. Oh, there it is. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, God. Oh, man. Those are, these are out of my 83. 84. Okay. Same year as Gremlins. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Okay. Um, that's one we've done already. Um, Airplane. Airplane? Airplane. Oh, we're in the 80s? Yes. Then it has to be like 1980. Right on the money. Okay. Right on the I, money. I, was almost, I almost swore Airplane was 79. It was eight, yeah. It was eighty. Okay, so I was like, it has to be right on eighty. Uh, let's see. And maybe I made the correlation because I was like, because I was born in seventy nine, so I was like, oh, I was right around when I was a baby. Yeah, but you, and, you and my sister were born the same year. That. You guys were born the same year. Me and my sister. We're twins. Or your sister and I. Or you and my sister. Yeah, right. You, you know said it right the first time. But I can't talk today. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, sixteen candles. This is one I should know. If you get this wrong. God, 85, 86? 84. 84. Man, I'm giving Man. you all the 84 movies. I guess. That 84 was a good year. Gremlins, The Nightmare on Elm Street. It wasn't uh, Revenge of the Nerds is 84, I believe. Uh, it's on this list. Let me check. Um, yeah. Okay, here's one because we talked about it. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Boy, 87, 88. Ward, this is the first time you're way off. 91. Wait, what time? Wait, what year did I you say? I said 87, 88. Never mind, you're two years. 89. 89. It was the year I was born. Okay. I'm old. Not really. Ward's 10 years older than me. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. That's okay. Um, okay. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Beverly Hills Cop. My parents took me to this. Okay. At the drive-through, it was a drive-in, or no, not drive-drive-through, drive-in. It was a drive-in movie. Right. Did you know that there's still a drive-in movie theater near us? Where? Grangeville. I believe it's still functional. Really? Yeah, because like you drive, like if you're driving out at a certain point on the highway, you come to this thing and you just see this big open field and this great big giant thing. And it's, I'm like, oh, what the hell is that? And someone was like, oh, that's a drive-in movie theater. I don't know if it's still a functioning one, but I'm pretty sure it is. It might not be anymore, but it's still pretty cool. Totally need that. But I Be- need to go there. But Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, 84. You're on it. Uh, right on. Because I knew it was right around the same time as Gremlins. Because my parents were in that position where they were like, let's go to movies. He's old enough to drag along. And you're He'll like, be quiet. You're like, no. Uh, you'd be quiet in this movie. There's boobs and swear words. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Where was that movie I just had? That would freak me out if that happened. Said I would the move. night wind to the little land. <laughs> Do right, you see what I see? And she's like, <laughs> Poltergeist. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> 83? 82. 82. 82. Um, okay. Boy, I'm getting worse at this game, I think. Mm, it's okay. You're, you, you know, you. I just kind of... They're I'm, slipping. They're slipping on you. But I'm also going, like, back when you were really young. You're picking obscure ones. Well, because I'm... And th- also ones that I haven't seen. I like A lot of these I haven't watched, so I'm just kind of, like, guessing. Guessing. Because, you know, I give you the time frame. It's the 80s. At that point, like... You probably didn't really start watching watching movies on your own accord until what you were like a teenager. 
Yeah, well, or like a young, like like ten, nine or ten. Well, see, like one of the movies that I would rent all the time was the movie Parenthood, and I couldn't tell you what year that movie was. Maybe eighty oh. nine. Look it up. But we gotta know. Um, you said eight, you guessed eighty nine. Uh, but I remember just it drove my dad nuts because I keep we'd keep renting it from the grocery store. Okay, so in that sense, we'd keep renting a movie from TR Video all the time. Not what? the TV series. Oh, Planned Parenthood. There you go. Parenthood the movie. The movie. Just search movie. So like in your sense, I used to rent this movie all the time from TR Video down by my house. Uh-huh. Called The Wiz. You ever seen that one? 89. You see? There you go. Nailed it. And I was like 10, 11 when it, when it hit video. Right. So you would watch it all the time. So that was like the movie I'd have to watch all the time. Have you seen the movie The Wiz? Uh no. So it's it's about got a, with Michael Jackson in it, right? No, or not the wit. Is it? It's a movie about a kid who he's kind of got like autism, kind of in a way, but he plays Nintendo really well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. they go and with they, Fred Savage is in it, and yes. his little brother, and they and he gets the power one, glove. I liked I liked that movie a lot because I liked um, it because they played Nintendo, and they had that red haired girl in it that was cute at the time. Yeah, she hustled. Um, she was like, um, maybe it's called the wizard. They were, yeah, I think it is. So they were really good at casting, like, um, plain looking, but cute girls like Anna Klumsky yeah. from my girl kind of Gen- plain looking, but also cute. Like Jenny Lewis, Jenny Lewis was that actress's name. Yes. And that movie came out in 89 when I was born. The Wizard did? Yeah. It says 89. Well, it says initial release was July 5th, 1990. Let's watch that trailer. I I, I want to see an old school trailer. I've watched it since, like as an adult. I think I tried to get my kids to watch it because of the nostalgia that I felt for it. See, like look at this is what this is a trailer when you when you, Oh, yeah. Flight of the Navigator? I've never seen that. You've never seen Okay, well, that's the next trailer we're watching. It's 226. Dollars. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? No. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. Oh, yeah, Christian Slater's in this. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. $50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their... Did they have autism? Was autism a? I don't think it was a diagnosis then. I That's think, what that was. Because I just remember in the movie, the kid was like, "All he would say is California." He just wanted to go to California. Right. And I think that's what they were angling in on. But I think also part of the kid's problem for this story was that it was. Uh, then they lose a parent. I think like so, a parent yeah. died, so he he grew distant because of that. But he was also quirky too. Yeah, but at the time, quirky that would probably get diagnosed as autism the, or on, on the spectrum. Right, and the and the other part I love in this is just the fact that they go to Reno, and yeah. Reno is just hopping. And now, Lots. from what I hear, Reno is not as hopping He's as it wizard. is. Yeah, He's, He's a wizard. Video championship. <laughs> this guy. What is that? Mm. Power glove. Power glove. Yeah, well. Uh, just keep your power gloves up front, right? With a touch of romance. Oh. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. Got you. But too late. Who's that? The kid actor. Uh, What's that I actor's name? I think his name, name was Jim. He, uh, Luke Edwards? Luke Edwards. He's Played been, Jimmy Woods. He is... Uh, he's been in stuff. Yeah, let's see what he's been in. I've uh, got him right here. Um, he's been... We got a current picture of him. He'll be recognizable. He's been Maybe. in the neighbor, big le- the little, little Big Leagues, Newsies, Jeepers Creepers 2, American oh, okay. Pie 2, Jeepers Creepers 3. Oh, okay, so sequels to franchise sequels. Shitty franchise sequels. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> um, what, has he done it? Let's see what he's done recently. I'm on IMDb, so... Okay. So he did a movie, a short film called Samantha, a movie called Serpent in a Bottle, um, Malicious, the Super, he was in a TV movie. 
The only one I've Does heard he just of... play the same character he played in The Wizard in all of these movies? I I don't know. He played he was in <laughs> He was in True Detective for two episodes. Oh. None of these movies I've heard of besides yeah, The no, Neighbor. Me either. That was that's why I was wondering. So uh, let's watch this fight in the Navigator trailer. Okay. And then we probably better get out of here. Yeah, because we've gone one way and come back. I'm gonna have to watch this movie now. You should. I think I have it somewhere. Is it a Disney movie? Bet your ass it is. Okay. David, what the? That was actually. I just read the the title card after the Disney thing that hmm. comes over. It just said after. I think every Disney movie. Like from now on, should do the should do the castle with the little uh, firework thing with the little firework thing or the little uh, fairy thing where it goes and then it just says the title card. You bet your ass it is because you know what it is. Well, yeah, and I mean Disney owns everything now, so I mean it's just like you bet your ass. They go it back is. and redo all of those. Yeah, every single one. You bet your ass. Yeah, well, you know how they re-release movies on different formats all the time? Like it's a deleted Coming scene. out of the vault. For the Beauty 50, and the Beast. The 75-year reunion. This is the 75th anniversary. And also the You Bet Your Ass It Is mm-hmm. edition. And everyone's like, whoa, what's that edition? And then you turn it on and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. David, what time did you enter the woods? Eight o'clock. Then what happened? Then I reached this cliff. It's transmitting an alpha waves with complex frequency patterns. In the- alpha waves with complex frequency patterns? Holy shit! Oh my god. Why, does he have cotton you balls? You bet your ass it is, Nancy. Does he have cotton balls stuck to his head? Oh my god. Yeah, I think so. I think... <laughs> I think someone I just like it. ripped a phone cord out of the wall. Hey, you production get the, assistant, get, get the that phone, phone cord. Get the get pull the phone cord out of the wall. Tie some cotton balls to it. We'll toss it on his head, and we'll pretend we're reading his bra- doing a brain scan. <laughs> I know I fell. It's 1986, man. Eight years since that night. This is totally rad. I mean, you're my big little brother. Where did this come from? So the premise is... I like the old NASA logo in the background. Right. He find, The kid like gets in this fight with this little his twerpy little brother, and he ends up finding this, stumbles upon this spaceship, and he goes on a series of adventures in his spaceship. Oh. Or, okay. So basically... Somehow he travels forward in time and comes into the future and eight years. Uh, uh, did he say eight years passed? Yeah, he's like, it's, it's eight years. Okay, well, and that doesn't track with me because the little twerp little brother is definitely younger. The, there's a, there's a, the, the when kid. you watch the movie, you have to watch the movie, but there's a greater than eight year time span that's gone on between the, when the little brother was who the little brother was and the older, and now he's older. But anyway, so basically he travels forward in time and now his little brother is his older brother. Or he's older than him. Which, yeah. It doesn't track, but it's okay. Sense. It's okay. The, it's Disney. So You bet your ass. You bet your ass it is. From the mind of a 12-year-old boy. Holy shit, the mind of a 12-year-old boy. He's calling me. Voice keeps calling, saying something over and over and over, but I can't understand very much. Help you. How? Sarah Jessica Parker's in this movie. Oh, is she really? Yes. <laughs> this trailer sucks. <sighs> Sit. Down, Navigator. You have the information I require to complete my mission. I have been sent from Phalon to borrow samples of life from different galaxies for study. On this planet, I chose you. Why me? Why not?
The movie is so much funner in my memories than that trailer. Is that trailer blows? I'm gonna have to watch you this. Bet then. your I'm ass gonna... it does. <laughs> Disney, you bet your ass it does. That should just be their new. But that is crazy, right? I'm gonna have to watch that. Flight of the Navigator. It doesn't get any better. Set the night wind to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. Do you see what I see? A star, a star. With a tail as big as a With a tail as big as a That's been this episode of Basement Voice. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Yikes. The website is timespentpoorly.fun. Check out King Sports over on the website. Uh, You can subscribe to the show on iTunes. Give us a review and a five-star rating. Both Basement Boys 2 sports program with Derek and Zach and King Sports. Sports. And also check out the other shows on there if you're interested in catching up on a podcast about Stranger Things. With Derek and my son, you can Ooh. check out Stranger Show. And then there's uh, Hanging 10 with Cam, which also features myself and my son, Cameron. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for, for joining us. We'll see you on next week, I think. You won't see. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for. Coming on and doing your final episode. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. It's, um, it's been fun from from Basement Boys, the original, to now. Yeah. I mean, it's as my final live uh, episode. This is this has been fun. Oh, somebody, somebody, Josh Wickstrom. Gave oh, us, he was uh, giving. He was guessing. Awesome. No, sorry, Josh. We didn't catch you in there. But uh, right. I'm sure you were close. Do you want to give a good laugh before you go? No, I'm not going to laugh. Ooh. <laughs> but, if I, but if I throw an effect on there. I sound like Dracula. <laughs> okay, good. Bye.